Hey everyone, this is Dan the GM, bringing you episode 97 of What the Dice. So, it is the top of the episode, which means a bit of administrative blah. I don't know how else to explain it besides blah. Don't forget, guys, we have a merch shop, and I know Nightland and I are super excited with all the different designs that we've been trying to come up with and if you want to know what's going on and get a sneak peek on what's going on in the world of what the dice and you don't follow us on twitter you can head on over to whatthedice.weebly.com and join our discord nightland and i do try to keep up to date with anything we've got going on that we want you all to know about special projects new merch all that fun fun stuff it's also a chance for you to join in and chit-chat with our crew. Well, other than that, that's all I got. And I want you guys to enjoy this week's episode, so sit back, relax, and enjoy episode 97 of What the Dice. As we make our way down to the storyteller's campsite, our eyes are drawn skyward as a massive shadow blacks out the sun. Looking up, we see a beautiful golden zeppelin slowly making its way, way up in the clouds. Out towards the ocean, we can hear the sounds of waves crashing upon the coastline. Walking into the campsite, we see the storyteller dusting off the book and looking at us with a smile. Ah, me friends, welcome, welcome, please, sit. Now, last we spoke, our adventurers actually had some rest and relaxation above the beautiful Zeppelin, known as the Murdoch. And they had a chance to finally arrive at the legendary city known as Godspell with strange automatons walking about and a shivering cold piercing their bones. They are moving on with their adventure and, God's willing, making it ever so closer to dealing with the ultimate threat of the Bone God. Well, sit back. Let us tell more of this tale. So in the last couple of episodes, you guys had a chance to do some actual, like legitimate rest and relaxation in a swampy little section of Niratova that is the Lizardfolk City that is currently building a casino. Though you did not have a chance to go into the casino proper, you had a chance to eat some good old fashioned soul food, see the completion of a murder mystery as the accomplice runs off into the plains and uh Kalila gets a little flirting and at the end you gotta see the the godspell in all its glory as you guys slowly dock on the godspell you can hear the sounds of heavy machinery what we would know as heavy machinery for you guys it would just be weird noise. Loud clanky things. Loud clanky things. And loud <laughs> sounds. And Defibulus would notice that there are strange walking things with dwarves inside. And on their hands, small little nozzles that are belching out flame. Defibulus's eyes will widen. He'll grab Kalila's arm just can I have one of those as she's covering her ears going what he just points at one of the, the things the dwarves are writing that points at himself she's just gonna nod and go uh-huh why am I not surprised you want a, a, a bot and now you want something that spews flames well, yeah I, I can always have a mobile, mobile oven at this point 
That would be nice. The Murdoch behind you, you see several people climbing up on big yellow ladder-like things and begin to detach and drain out the Murdoch's main ballast. The now captain is signaling you to follow him into Godfell proper. And she goes, hey, looks like we might have a nice easy in. Let's follow him. Okay. As you guys make your way into, into Godfell proper, once inside, the warmth of the area is nearly overwhelming as it feels like you are in a massive campsite. Inside, you see different areas, at least in that first area. You see a couple of merchants, a couple of hostels, and a couple of heavily armed guards standing post. That's better. As you, the guard, uh, as the Murdoch captain walks up to a very well-dressed dwarf whose beard has a hint of green, as the captain and this finely dressed dwarf finish their conversation, the finely dressed dwarf walks up to you. Now, I, I hear you, uh, you help out our kin. That true? Kalila's just going to look shocked that anybody is talking to her and know who she is here. Now, you, uh, you helped our kin not get stuck at the, uh, the swamp folk people, or the, uh, lizard folk people. Now, they'd be some fine, mighty fine lizard folk, but, uh, they like to have their rules a little bit slow. But I hear you were the ones that, uh, also helped remove a small problem we've been having with that their ship. Now, we don't normally do this, but, uh, for this one time, I will, uh, forego the cost of putting you up in the hostel for the night. Now, I hear you here looking for something. What y'all looking for? Looking for an artifact, right? Yeah, the wind pearl? Crystal. Crystal. Who said that? Yeah, but no one's going to know what that is. Do we have a basic description to go on? Nope! <laughs> uh, Nicodemus. We are here on a wild goose chaser. Ain't they seen no geese up in that area. Not right now. It's out of season. Every now and then we see them fly over when they're heading out to the southern area to get some warmth. But ain't no been no geese up here lately. Oh, are you talking like city folk? So you, you're looking for something, but you ain't know what it is. Is that it? That's right. We're right. Uh, sent here after an artifact, and we don't quite know what it looks like. Hmm. Well. Well, how about we get you a... Uh, situated a bit and then uh we'll get you some uh temporary passes inside the city itself now we don't allow much people in uh godspell so uh you do it our kin right so we're gonna trust y'all this one time now if we have any problems it's a mighty long fall off that deck out there understand me clear as day hey now he walks over to a couple of guards and has a small conversation as the acting captain walks up to the three of you. Four of you, because Hugin's there. He goes, um, yeah, so this is Godsfell. Uh, not many people have a chance to see the inside. But, uh, it seems as if you doing us a favor. Kalila's just going to pipe up going, I want to know how they even heard about any of this that quickly. Like, how fast does word spread? We were just in the lizard folk only, what, a couple of days ago? He goes, well, we've got, I don't know how to explain it, but uh, he reaches into his pocket and pulls out a small black box that has a uh, couple of little lines and a little red light. He goes, we have this for when we get to certain areas nearby. We can request in materials, give updates. It's, uh, we found it here a long time ago. So, uh, we, we've been using it to stay in contact when we dock close enough to 
need it. He hands you a small key, and he's like, well, you know, my family owns the hostel over here, so uh, we're going to go ahead and, you know, comp you the first day, and hopefully we can at least get you a lead on what you're looking for. Uh, Godspell isn't used to guests, and I'm not quite sure how to tell him a orc bought the Murdoch, or bought pretty much 55% of the shares of the Murdoch. Trust me when I say this. Stranger things have happened. Well, yeah, you know, I didn't expect... A murder to happen either. Well, yeah, and the Murdoch was always claimed to be the safest place in the skies, and that, that wasn't necessarily the case, it seems. Well, before I ever got here, I would have asked how many other airships there are, but clearly there's more than I remember. Uh, so the Godspell's got about seven or eight, but most of them are storage cargo ships. Not the mm. nice casino. The Murdoch is the only of its kind that we've ever seen. So, and we're trying to keep it that way, at least for now, because, you know, the extra money. It helps out Godstell here and there. That, and it's nice not to be here because, you know, you'll get to see when uh, we get you into to Godspell proper. Okay, looking forward to this. He goes, yep, yeah, uh, I have to say, I think y'all are going to be the first non-dwarves that have been here at least inside proper even when we hired even when the captain came in he was not allowed in past those gates back there taking you over to his family hostel they were able to you know get you some slightly warmer cloaks just in case you know you get too cold in the area and you kind of have to sit around for about an hour um uh, there is some strange music being piped in through the speaker systems that are above you. And you do get some very strange looks from people who are passing through. Uh, every now and then you would see dwarven children peek their head into the hostel door, giggle and run off. Well, Kalila's used to that. She is a black cat. So for her, it's just a regular day. Right. After about an hour or so, the finely dressed dwarf arrives in his hands some simple looking badges pieces of metal probably tin that has been hammered out with just a simple pretty much a like check mark that you wear he's like now we ain't got fancy time to Tam to make anything fancy, but uh, this will at least make sure that uh, none of the gods try to throw you overboard. Uh, so, uh, ju just be nice to people, and, you know, for the most part, they will reciprocate your kindness. Uh, feel free to, to ask around for whatever this uh, wild geese that you are searching for might be. Uh, we all have our, our jobs and all, all what we gotta do. So, uh, yeah, uh, I, I guess good luck in whatever you are attempting to do. Thank you. Kalila's going to wait for him to be out of earshot, lean down to over to Tephibios and go, did he say gods or guy? Because we have been sank by the gods before. Mm, well, this place is gods, fella. He may have said gods or guys. Kind of hard with that accent. I don't think he realizes exactly what we've been through. Nah, probably not. Alright, so what now? Well, the one guy said he would let us in temporarily, so we can either check in at the hotel, or go exploring. I think I'd like to put my stuff down before we explore. Let's go check in. Kalila will nod and follow. If he will follow. So... When you guys arrive at the main hostel that they are going to put you up in, he was not kidding when he said it was a hostel. You see a couple of beds, a 
bathroom, which everything is made of shiny pieces of metal. You don't see a whole lot of wood and stuff like that besides maybe the walking areas, but there's a lot of smooth stone and upon further digging solid pieces of metal that make both up the bathroom, the latrine. There's a, a very small, what we would know as showers. I, uh, I don't think in the fantasy world there are really showers, but more or less rain a uh, shower head on the top so you can shower. There is a single guard that stands by the door that checks you in. Um, and it's all very, very stark and sterile compared to what the Murdoch look like. Kalila will look around and go, I'll take my trees any day. Very uh, to the point here. <laughs> she takes a claw and just does the tink off of the metal. Ephibulous. Yes. Engineering check. Uh, knowledge or profession? Knowledge. 18. With an 18, you would... Your ear catches it just slightly and you realize this is not a metal you've ever heard before. It's not soft sounding like tin or brass or copper. And it is not so magical sounding, I guess would be the only way I could say it, is as a mithril. It almost has that sound of steel, but almost perfectly, there, you don't hear any flaws in the sound. Phoebus will kind of cock his head listening to it. Hmm. I've never heard metal quite like that before. She'll tap her claw again for him. I think we shut up our base of operations here. There's so much fun stuff to play with around here. We haven't even gotten inside. Yep, what is I'm... there to play with? It's just walls of metal. I mean, the metal here is no metal I've ever encountered before. I mean, the, did you see the giant walking things outside that shoot fire? Yes. I yes, want I one. Did. If they have that on the outside, I mean, I want to see what's on the inside. I think we should live here. <laughs> We're not living here, Defibulous. Why not? Do you really want to be left here? Well, we turn it into our base of operations. No. I mean, it is far enough away from Nicodemus to where you wouldn't get hit by his staff. Fish. Or fish, or book. Eaten by mimics. He is raising mimics. Well, I mean, I don't think we're ever out of reach from him. He just draws chalk and then shows up. But no, Kalila's gonna look around, and... So I know hostels, I've been in them before, they at least do typically have rooms. Like, a room might have eight beds in it, but there's still at least a room. Or is this just literally a warehouse with cots? This is what they call a hostel, basically is a converted storage room with a couple of cots that they set out. So this would be a single room in the ho in the hostel. Okay, so we're at least it, private to ourselves and we're not just openly talking like you love to point out. The only one that's there is the guard that's out front who seems to be just dutifully, dutifully ignoring you. Is there a key to the door? Yes, you guys have a key to the door. Well, it looks like nobody else is going to be coming in here. She holds up the key. Do we want to leave our stuff? I don't think it's going to be a problem. I mean, I think I carry most of my stuff with me wherever I go in general, so, eh, no problem. She'll shrug, keep her stuff on her, and go, shall we go exploring? Oh, yeah. It's not much of a room to check into. We should definitely explore. Oh! Uh, didn't my grandfather say there was part of the dragon gun here? I can go look for that too while we're here. Yes, we just don't need to tell people that. So that way nobody else goes looking for it too. They don't need to know that you were here looking for it. Nah, that's true. But they did give me a name of someone to go looking for. Well, maybe we can start there and they have a better idea about finding this wind pearl. This thing that someone forgot to tell us what it looked like? He doesn't even know. He just knows the name of it. Remember, he sent us after the fish sword, thinking that that was the wind pearl. 
Although surfing the door down the stairs was fun. Yeah, and, and the whale. The real whale had a really nice singing voice. <sighs> You're the only one who got bit by those leeches. I wonder if we would have say, seen the same whale. Maybe. That's not how that works. Let's let's go. What, have you been bitten by leeches and seen weirder things too? No, not quite. Let's go. <laughs> Kalilo will follow the fae. With a shit-eating grin on her face, by the way. Isn't following the fae usually a bad thing? It is Kalila. This is true. So, you guys have control over your pieces, so I will let you kind of meander about. She has a harder time because she's using one of those little, like, finger pads on a laptop, so clicking and dragging her character across the screen is hard. Uh, if you want to then short round or Kalila lead, I can always move face piece around, make it easier for y'all. No, I can. It just, it, it takes me a second to figure out where I'm going. So, where are we going? I'm just entering in and seeing where we go. As you enter into what they continue to call Godspell proper. The sound is quieter than it is out on the main deck. There are people bartering, shopping, having conversations. You see different types of armors on people. You see some people that have what look like metal hats with strange flameless lights on the front. You see Men wearing what look like leather armor, but they seem to have more padding in certain areas. They're carrying not only swords and crossbows, but Defibulous would recognize a uh, maybe more of an advanced pistol. As you pass by some people, the conversation gets quiet. And, as, and they watch you. Not in a threatening way, but in the... They've never seen people like you. Short round. I need a perception check. A 33. In the corner of your eye, you see a dwarf whose beard looks like it has been singed and burned multiple times and is growing in all erratic. His head is bald and shiny, but there is a layer of soot that is seems to be embellished into his pores and... He looks like he has seen... It, it almost seems like he is a miner, but he doesn't have the same armor that the miners have. He is wearing simple overalls with boots, and he's walking around with a broom. Fabulous kind of looking at him kind of oddly. He's like, hmm, he has seen the business end of many a fires. And I'm kind of, kind of, I'm kind of surprised. I was expecting like some fantastical type of broom or something. Not just a regular broom. Nope, not a regular broom. And what was this? Just a random thing that he saw? He, this guy has been intently staring at y'all since you came into proper. Like, if you look over at him, he'll duck behind a, a pillar. And then that whole, like, peek out, peek, stick his head back, peek out, stick his head back. Like, he is, he's trying to watch you but not get caught, but he is not very good at not being caught. Defibulous will just go and go, hi, how you doing? Now, I don't want no one else. And he starts to walk backwards. Ah, you're not in any trouble. Yeah, I just noticed you seem to be watching us very intently. Uh, yeah, you, you look like this this, this, this family my, my, my buddy told me to watch for. Just, just some stranger gnome type. And, and I was told that I, he, you would be here. And I was supposed to tell you something, but I forget what I was supposed to tell you. I think I told my wife to tell you to remind me, though. Well... Well, if you want to go escort us to your wife, we can ask her and find out what why you're being told to watch for us. Uh, I, I, I'll, I'll go see each off work or something. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll find you. And he walks back again, stumbles over a bucket, trips on it, spills its watery contents before scrambling to his feet, grabbing the bucket, and running off. Aw, I wanted to sneak up behind him, but okay, fine. Sorry. I think I startled him. Kalila walks up going clearly. He's so, scareder than a mouse trapped in a cat carrier. He is apparently watching us because someone told him to watch for us. 
Alright. Let's follow him. He said he was going to go see if his wife is off work. What do you think, Faye? I think if he catches us following him, he's going to have a heart attack. Nah, it wasn't beating that hard. As she points to her cat ears. Still, best not to frighten him too much. Well, I wonder if they have a map or a tour guide of this place as she looks around. It seems as tours aren't necessarily something they would do, but there are many guards that give you at least a nod as you, they pass you or as you pass them. So the guards seem informed enough know, to know that you're supposed to be there. So mm. you would be able to talk to them or most people will stop their conversation because they're watching you because they're curious. No one is outwardly aggressive towards you or snarls at you. It's more of a they're so far in the mountains people visiting is extremely rare. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we get the we're the strange folk and they haven't seen anything like this before. We get it. But she'll look at a uh... Defibulous and go, want to go ask a guard or do you want to just walk around aimlessly for a little while? Yeah, we'll just aimlessly wander for a bit and then we can decide what we're in, what, what type of trouble to get into. What do you say, Faye? I like knowing the options. Let's go look around and see what kind of trouble we can get into and make our decision later. Straight? Left? Or right? Which direction did the skittery little dwarf run off in? Straight ahead. Let's go left so we don't cause the uh, guy, that one guy's head to explode. Left word it is. Lead the way. As you wander, what seems to be more of the vendor shop uh, area, you see people dealing with not gold coins, but what look like fine pieces of cut stone. Some of it might be gold and silver, but it is not pressed to a coin size. They are cut into small cubes and used as weight. So it seems as if the gold coin or gold purchasing is more based off weight than actual value. You see things of basic household necessities, um, clay pots and small cutlery, uh, clothing. This seems to be what would be even in like Kalila's village, the trading center for people to buy and trade their wares to get things for home. Yes, you see some basic weapons, but they seem like they would be more for self-defense against small creatures. Things that probably live in the mines. What can she ga Kalila gather based off of that with her being a hunter? Uh, roll me a roll me a perception. 26. With a 26, you don't necessarily surmise much from the weapons because, you know, a dagger's a dagger. What catches your eyes is a couple of the food vendors. You recognize a lot of the spices that you smelled from the Lizard Folk Village. Mm -hmm. that, that Creole Southern spice. But you don't see a lot of gator, but you see what would be like spider legs or um, maybe like a, a cave lizard. Something something that would exist in a deep cave and it's they're treating the meat exactly as if the lizard folk treated their meat. Nice. A couple people eye your spider with shock of its size. You hear a couple of them going, now that's a mighty big old spider. I don't think it's from around here. You hear someone else, nah, 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 look at the color. Nah, ain't right. Nah, nah, that's a, that's one of them, them four spitters. Nah. Remember, those cave spiders, they be dark. They be black-skinned and, and black-furred with that brown spotting. Hey, did you see that one that's got the weird red belly on it? Oh, yeah, he took out uh, Cletus the other day. Cletus lost his leg because of that. Oh, how is Cletus doing? Oh, he's still sick. Koala's just enjoying this conversation, just pets her spider. Saying nothing, but she's she's listening for sure. 
And now apparently there's a big spider problem, one with a red belly. Sounds like a widow. Yeah. Would you guys like to question anyone for anything that you're looking for, or are you still just kind of getting the lay of the land? I think we're just getting the lay of the land, and we'll probably do a once through this whole place before we figure out what we're going to do. Okay. I mean, if anybody else has something in mind, but that's my guess. No, that, that's about right. As you meander the... You meander the shop corridors. A couple shop merchants offer, you know, the newcomers, they, what they call the newcomer special, where it's like, nah, now nah, it's not a cold out here. You might want to buy this this here blanket, keep you nice and warm in the, the cold nights, and it folds up real nice and tight. Handmade by my grandpappy. Here, he ain't worked much, so he sits on his rock, rocket chair and just knits away all day long. Kalilah's just keeps walking as she's looking through things. Because they're not really trying to shop. Or at least right. Kalilah's not. So she's just seeing what's here, lay of the land, picking up what she can gleam. So apparently there's spider and lizard or rat problems for vermin and things to fight. But it doesn't sound like there's anything big, bad, and dangerous here. Correct. All right, well. As you meander, you start to see the changing of the guard. You see some guards are being handed off the strange small boxes like what the captain was holding. And some of them are heading into these small buildings off to the right and left in the, the far sections. And you can hear the sounds of jovial conversation and the sounds of glasses tinking and mugs being slammed on the uh, tables. Sounds like a bar or a tavern. That's always a good place to get some information. As she says that, looking at both Defibulous and Faye. Well, it'll also be a good place to find some nice, weird foods that we haven't had before, too. Also, everything around us with weird foods. We could have tried some lizards. Or spider. Spider can be crunchy sometimes. He looks over here. Not that I'd eat you, buddy. You're my friend. You get some foot stamps. So, to the bar? It's that, or we go down what looks to be a stairwell down there? Yes, there are two guards currently standing in, uh, uh, standing there, though, so you would have to get clearance through them first. Also, is there, like, a ruler or a leader here? Government? Do we know anything about this place? You know nothing about this place besides the fancy dwarf that greeted you originally. And then whatever information Defibrius' grandfather gave about the place, which wasn't which much. terrible much. A lot, yeah. Well, we have to find the what? The, the, the trigger? Yeah, I think it's the trigger piece that's here. Maybe we can find out. We can just probably ask the guard where somebody lives. They probably know each other. Defibrius. I mean, this place is big, but it's not that big. I don't know. I get the feeling this place is huge. I mean, you haven't even seen any residential area yet. All right, you got a good point there. This is all shops. That and I have no idea how we're going to even go up to somebody. Yes, do you know of this magical item that casts wind? That'll work as she starts walking towards the bar. Well, I mean, that's a pretty direct method of asking someone. That's my method. You look different looking for Faye. How would you ask him? I don't know. I'm a little out of my depth here. That's all right. We're generally out of our depth, no matter where we're at. This is true. Someone just flew off the map. Touchpads are fantastic. I'm sorry. Faye's like, I'm just going to go to the bar through the wall. So to the tavern? To the tavern. Yeah. Something, something, something Kool-Aid man. Oh, yeah. oh, oh no. I am not disappointed in that response. <laughs> In the tavern, it is, well, as taverny as a tavern could be for dwarves. There are heads of different types of cave prey or cave beasts, predators and prey alike. The, sh I don't want to call it a chandelier, but the thing that is providing the most light is 
what looks like a series of small round orbs producing light that are sticking out of small bars out of the walls. Ooh, those are nifty. Behind a large table with large amounts of beer barrels stands a stocky woman. She is cleaning a mug and chit-chatting with one of the heavier set guards. All around you, you hear conversations of different types. Some people are playing games. Some people are just chatting away. Uh, some people are just flirting away, depending on what goes for flirting in this area. Well, before we step too far in, Kalila's going to go, what was the name of the guy we're looking for again? He did not give a name. Then how are we supposed to find him? He did give a very vague description. Does it look like everybody else around here? No, ev these dwarves all have, like you can definitely tell guards because they have the longer beards with the the strange armor. Miners tend to keep their beards a little bit shorter, but there tends to be a little bit more like black hue in the strange green hue. Merchants tend to be a little bit finer dressed. Um, so right. you can definitely tell who's doing what based on their outfits. It's kind of like Grandpa's bar, except not as flammable looking. Yeah, definitely is less flammable. Especially the walls. She slightly taps them again to confirm their metaliness. They are metal. What kind of life have you guys lived where you judge a bar by its flammability? Oh, I set fire to my grandfather's bar by accident by testing out some ammunition we bought for Maximilian. It was kind of an accident, but really funny, too. He also created a, uh... A forest. It, it, kind of. It was like a protective home made from the forest around him in the bar. And then set and it on then fire. he set it on fire. So we added to the flammability of the bar. It was an adventure, but it was fun. It wasn't intended. It was pure ac well, I want to say accident. pure accidental as she looks at Defibulus. What? I didn't know that those shots would do that. I yeah, mean, none of us did. And then you went and bought more. Yeah, I did. Yeah, so did I. I'm never using those ball bearings. I think they said something about wild shot or whatever it's called. Well, but, you know, wild shot can also mean it flies off wildly and hits something else, not sprouts trees, sets them on fire, and purifies water and disintegrates oozes. That is true. There was quite the effect. I gotta test out more of those. I did pick up some arrows to fire at things, but next time, don't use them indoors. <laughs> so what's this description of this guy we're looking for? Defibulous. Defibulous will give the description based on what he was told. What was it? That's the thing. There wasn't much of a description given. At least none that are that's in my notes that I have in my Oh god, brother of the other god. He is the uh, the description was very vague. It was that it's a dwarf that is someone's sister is what I have. Someone's sister would uh, that he was sending it up to someone's sister so that they could take care of it. Well, that doesn't help us. Well, you do have the uncle, the grandfather's name, and it was someone that he knew personally. As you guys are having the conversation of setting a bar on fire, a dwarf kind of half bumps into you, half kind of like pushes past you. Don't you set my bar on fire. I'll throw you out to the gators, and I'll make sure you all kicking like a dead chicken. Oh, I shot one of those before. Tastes pretty good, too. And Kalila's response was, does gators live in here? Nah, I'm able to get some from them friendly little gator folk. I just pay a little extra for a premium. Make sure they put that thing on ice and then it comes up here and I serve it up at the bar. Now, I wish I would have known. I would have brought you some gator. I would have paid my to finally for it too. Now, what's this about setting somebody's bar on fire? You ain't his, thinking about doing that to my bar, is ya? No. Uh, no, no, no. It was an accident at my grandfather's bar and he'll give the where his grandfather's bar is at. It was, um, we were, it was someone attacked us. We, I fired a shot that had magic properties and it went really weird. 
Hmm. You one of them spellcasters? One of nope. them strange ones? Nope, I shoot things. Hmm. I just talk to animals as she pets her spider. Nah, that ain't too un that that now nah, that's too uncommon. We see a couple of them, them animal speakers here and there. They got the gift, the touch of the swamp. Or one too many rocks to the head. What about your What about your quiet friend? She's the most harmless of us all. Hmm. Just a librarian. Librarians. No need of that book stuff in here. She walks past. You want something to drink? You head on over to the bar and order it. I'm busy. All right, then. Don't set my bar on fire. Nope, don't plan on it. I think next time we should probably avoid bar, bar fire discussions while in a bar. Might be wise. Faye, your thoughts? I think I'm thirsty. Let's go order a drink. All right. As you guys walk up to the bar, the bartender sets what you would assume is water in front of you. It's got a slight green hue to it, just the, the ever so subtlest of it, and then sets a strange looking stack of bread in front of you, holding up a piece of paper and a piece of charred wood she eyes you. What you had? We're new here. Don't know yet. All right. Now, there's beer, there's mead, there's wine, there's beer, there's mead, and then there's bread and some meat. Not sure what the meat is today. I think today's special is whatever the heck we found. What's most commonly found? Spider, lizard. Every now and then we get some of them jellies. They make I'll a very interesting salad. Gel on something? I'll try lizard. Hey. Yes, I'll try some meat. And you? She kind of eyes over at Faye. I'd like to try your meat. Which one do you suggest? One day ain't going to kill you. How experienced are you with drinking? Pretty good. I generally stay away from the really hard stuff. I know my constitution. Alright. I'll pull you up something nice. What about you two? You two uh, just gonna drink the water? I wouldn't suggest it. it Especially is if you ain't from around here. A little green. Yeah, a little green ain't gonna kill you. What is that, algae? Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Fibulous will name a drink that would have been at his grandfather's bar that he knows he can handle. Nah, yeah, I guess not. What about you, kitten? Mead's fine. Huh? As she walks off to get your drinks and food, a what would be considered a beautiful dwarven woman walks up behind y'all. I thought we were sitting at a table. Oh, at the bar. At the bar. Yeah, she's so, walking yeah, okay. up behind y'all. Yep. She walks up and she's like, Now, I know I heard that that wine order before. You wouldn't happen to be the Fibulous now, are you? Fibulous, turn around. Yep, I'm the Fibulous. Who are you? Now, who I am ain't really the thing. What you're here for is. Am I right? Mm, depends. I'm here for multiple things, but yeah. Mm, trying to bake play coy like your grandpa, huh? Now, I told my half-wit of a husband to take care of uh, hiding that little trigger, y'alls. And, uh, he pit it somewhere nice and safe. Problem is, he don't remember exactly where. You might have to walk around with him for a few hours until his uh, memory comes back. As see, long as his head doesn't explode while walking with him. Nah, nothing like Well, you might want to keep him out of the, the cleaning chemicals for a little bit. That, that's how he's, uh, he's got where he is. Bless his soul. He's, uh, 
he was a smart man until he started working with the, uh, the glowing chemicals to help clean. Once was a brilliant man that knew how to clean the grease off of anything. Now, it could push a broom all right, but that's about it. He said, uh, he recognized your description from a letter I got from your, your, uh, grandpa. Which, by the way, Kalila, probably only audible to Defibulus and Faye, would have mumbled as soon as she walked up and started talking with the whole, well, looks like the gods pulled a fast one on us again. Defibulus will just lean in. That's nothing new. So, we need to walk around with him for a few hours until he remembers to keep him away from cleaning products. Well, now, no, no, sugar. His job is to clean. Just make sure he don't go mixing chemicals. Last time he did that, he ended up in the medical center and uh, coughed up almost a full lung. But uh, we got some pretty good medical here. Now, you might need to protect him from a couple of the, the smaller rodents that get up through the pipings every now and then. Nothing that you uh, strapping young adventurers can't handle. Seems that uh, your little kitten is pretty armed to the teeth with her bow. You look like you could handle yourself. Glancing over at Faye, she smirks and she goes, and you can never trust the quiet ones. Nothing but a smile. She turns, giving a half wave. She goes, I'll uh, make sure my hubby sees you in a few hours. Enjoy your meal. And, uh, don't drink the water if you're not from town around here. Good advice. As she walks off, you hear a couple of the guards give cat calls and whistles, and she dutifully ignores them. You hear the sounds of plates being set in front of you as your drinks and your food finally arrive. Defibius will spin around in his chair to see what, what was brought to him. The drink that you would ask for, and what looks like a thorax, you're not sure. It looks like it has been pre-broken up, and the meat is all cooked and steamy. It looks appetizing. Defibulous will try out his um, mystery bug spider meat. And for whatever reason, I'm envisioning a lizard on a stick on mine. That's pretty much what I was going to do. Is, Yay! Uh, meat on a stick! Got it. Yep. Love it. Defibulous, I need a fort save. Kalila, I need a con save. No! And Faye, you are drinking the mead that they put in front of you? Yep. No food. I need a wisdom save. I got a nat 20 on my con, but I literally saw my dice do the whole tip from a 2 to the 20. <laughs> 21 this... on fort save. Okay. I'll wait for Kali or for Faye. She's la laughing, so this is going to be good. She has to find it on her character sheet. It's like the play-by-play. -play. And now in this corner... 13. All right. Kalila, yeah. when you bite into this lizard, you pretty much bite the head off. They've cleared out the bones, stuff like that. And as you bite it off, inside is stuffed all of these different types of peppers. It is nope. hot, but not so hot that you can't handle it with a swig of meat or two. All right, so I don't die with a nat 20 and realize to chug mead with every bite. Right. Yay! Defibulous. As you bite into this piece of meat, it's gnarly. It is gamey. And then it kind of softens up as you chew on it. Kind of like when you get really good uh, jerky, how it's hard at first, and then as you're chewing it, it gets softer and more flavorful. That's what you're getting. Mm, this spider tastes pretty good. Fay. Or bug. And she immediately offers the fibulas a swap for a swap. Okay. Hey, as you take a sip of this mead, you 
almost could it almost feels like you are being slapped in the face with lime. It is just that not really sour, but not really sweet, and it's it messes with your head for just a moment. And you realize you've only taken one sip and you're tipsy. Very tipsy. Oh no. Defibulous, are you going to bite into this lizard? Yes. I need a save from you as well, then. Uh, Do I have to roll his too for? Uh, yep. Okay. What am so, I? What was yours, Defibulous? Mine Fort? was four. What was yours? Con. So just a straight roll and then add con mod. Yeah. Yep. Oh, this is great. I rolled an eleven. <laughs> Fifteen. Defibulous, you are now sweating. You can feel the heat building up in your ears like that that not you can handle it but it's not fun. Kalila, as you chew, you get a little bit of the carapace that you didn't mean to get and it's almost like chewing hard bubblegum that chew chew and it's just that as you're chewing, you're, you kind of get that nausea feeling until it starts to get better. Took a little bit with my extra canines, huh? Yep. And as you all enjoy your, what is a seminence of a meal and drinks, we're going to end this episode here. Well, well, my friends, it seems as if no matter where you go, near Tova, no matter what city, what town, what strange place as God, you will always find a friendly tavern in which you may gossip and gain info. Well, with the defibulous finally meeting up with his contact and given a escort mission in a sense of Follow a man around to make sure he doesn't harm himself. The team must deal with this, and much more. Well, that is all the time we have for this eve. And as always, be friends, may the dice gods bless your every roll. We here at What the Dice would like to thank Paizo for creating Pathfinder, Epidemic Sound for our music, as well as Sirenscape for our sound effects. If you would like to reach out to us, you can do so on Facebook at WhatTheDicePod, Twitter at WhatTheDicePod, and of course email WhatTheDicePod at gmail.com. And if you liked our little adventure, please share us with your friends and rate and review us. 